Hey everybody, what's up? It's Bell Time Seb. Uh, the crew of Podcast Suicida are doing something a little different for WrestleMania weekend, uh, which is actually today as I'm recording this. I'm here to give you about 20 minutes of your time, maybe just a little bit more, for my personal predictions on and kind of like an overview of the WrestleMania 39 card for night one and night two. Let me just start by saying I did not listen to Gabe's predictions. I did not listen to Big Dave Uso's predictions uh, because I wanted to keep it fresh. I didn't want anybody else's opinion influencing mine or giving me second thoughts or anything like that. So I'll be listening to their stuff after I'm done recording this one. But uh I'm going to cut to the chase. Let's go. WrestleMania 39 has the potential to be one of the best WrestleManias ever. This card looks crazy, and let's break down the card. Let me give you my predictions. Here we go. Okay, so we actually don't know the order of the card this year. I'm sure Dave or Gabe mentioned that. It's it's weird, but they just didn't give us the match order. They gave us the whole card, but so I'm not going to go in match order i'm just gonna do it how i do it so the first match that i want to give a prediction for is austin theory versus john cena i see austin theory going over throughout the past few months since triple h has taken control of booking he's gone super safe i mentioned this before on other pods most of the time though his his decisions in story have been the right one even despite that but WWE doesn't really like to take risks like that like they used to way back in the day. I think Austin Theory goes over here. I'm not crazy about him, but I know the company is high on him. And Cena is not sticking around, let's be honest. As much as we love him, his swan song is coming. And the match itself already is a big spotlight for Theory. But the win is even more of a solidified statement, mania moment for him if he beats Cena. Cena, since 2015, also has been on a run in his career to help elevate younger talent. And I think that trend is continuing tonight um, with him taking a loss to Austin Theory. Moving on, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match shouldn't even have been booked to begin with. Charlotte was literally thrown into this. But at the same time, Rhea needs to get her big win back storyline-wise against Charlotte. Charlotte won, if you don't know. She won the, the, the Royal Rumble in 2020. And then when she won, she challenged Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship and beat her. That win wasn't needed at all for her. It did nothing for her or NXT except for it being another meaningless championship uh, stat on Charlotte's resume. It would be disgusting. I mean, disgusting for her to get yet another Mania win on Rhea because it does nothing for nobody, like, at all. Rhea needs to go over. That's enough of that. Moving on. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for the Unified WWE Tag Team Championships. I actually have the Usos retaining in this match. Here's why. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are at this juncture in their career where they're so over, they can take a loss and come out strong. Also, there's more story to be desired with the Usos retaining rather than not. I think that KO and Sami lose in a bullshit way. Uh, trust me, it, it's for good reason. I will get more into detail when we talk about Roman and Cody. Um, 
but for right now, I'm just gonna say the Usos retain at Mania. We'll we'll get into that a little later in this uh in this pod here. Next match, damage control, which is Bailey, Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai versus Lita, Becky Lynch, and Trish Stratus. Uh this is one of those attraction matches that don't really matter like that. Damage control has run its course, honestly. Um, I don't know what the group has done for anybody in it. Bailey kind of feels like a side character most nights. Io Shirai is much better than being a sidekick used for a quick, look at me, I'm Japanese, I say things in Japanese and Americans don't understand type jokes. And Dakota Kai is not a bad wrestler, but she's super irrelevant right now in damage control. On the other side, you have Legends with Becky Lynch, which I guess it's cool, but it's like, honestly, it's just whatever. Like, Damage Control already had the tag titles late last year. They didn't do anything with them. And Becky and Lita just got the titles, like, not too long ago, literally like a month ago. I see Becky and Lita going over here and that loss being leverage for Bayley to be pissed off and disband uh, the Damage Control faction. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Moving on. Logan Paul versus Seth freaking Rollins. Another attraction match. We got the big name celeb going against the star. However, this one has some stakes to it. What I mean is either way it goes, it's going to be a big statement match. Seth has spent a lot of his time in this particular run of his career doing the job for people and hasn't received a big, big win. Not saying he's jobbing out, if that's what you're thinking. It's just that Seth has had a similar case to KO and Sammy, where he's taking losses, but it's not affecting his trajectory because he's been so damn good. On the other hand, for Logan, beating Seth at Mania, of all places, would be a huge statement for him. They both kind of need the win, but because of the way the feud has been going with Logan continuously getting the upper hand on Seth week to week, wrestling booking logic kind of says that Seth is going to get his get back on Logan here. I think Seth is the right decision too anyway, because he needs to win more than Logan when we compare the two. So I got Seth going over. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Tough one to call. Um, I'm hearing the company thinks Dominic is a star and he's really over right now as a heel. Um, it's also a fact that Ray has been getting embarrassed and tormented by his son in storyline all year. And because of that, honestly, I think Ray getting a win here and revenge on Dominic is too much of a mania feel good moment for WWE to pass up on. There's no bigger comeuppance than ruining your brat son's first solo Mania match and honoring your family. Um, Dom has done too much in storyline to Rey Mysterio to not have Rey get the win here. Dom's ruined his Hall of Fame induction last night. Um, He disrespected Rey's wife, or also known as as his own mother, as Dom's mother. Uh, He ruined Thanksgiving. He betrayed his friend in Edge. And Rey himself, on the same night, and he's made Ray cry on multiple occasions, and there's, there's probably so much more that he did. And in wrestling, it's standard for a retiring legend to do the job and ride off into the sunset while the newer star gets past the torch. Yes, I know. And even though it's standard, 
it doesn't always happen like that. Most recent example I can think of is Taker and AJ at 36. Taker was retiring, but then he got the win on AJ Styles, and I'm sure it's happened plenty of times before that. So I say you have Ray win, he goes away, and because of the loss, slowly but surely you have Dominic doubt himself and start to feel bad for everything that he's put his family through and Ray through um, over many months. And then he starts to have like a decline. Rhea, Rhea Ripley tries to tell Dominic like all these toxic things over uh, the few months that he's on his decline. Like, oh, you don't need your family. You don't need that win on your dad, etc., etc. And it starts to strain their relationship, especially because Rhea gets a big mania win on Charlotte and he doesn't get his win. So maybe she even starts to see him as a loser and leaves him and Judgment Day turn on him. Then, maybe a year from now, you have Dominic um, in a feud with Judgment Day, and then Ray comes back out of nowhere to help his son. They wrap that up, and by Mania 40, Ray officially announces that he plans to retire, and then you could have Dominic ask his dad for one more match on the big stage to prove his worth to Mysterio, to the uh, Mysterio name and legacy. Because, like, you could be like, he did all that bullshit to Ray. To just get a chance to prove his worth to his dad. He had to go through great lengths to get that Mania 39 match that we're about to see tonight. And he and he blows it. So you basically run the same story this time in reverse. In a different perspective than this current one. It's a story where Dominic keeps asking Ray for the match again. But doesn't go to extreme lengths in a heel way to get it. For the second time around. You have Ray and Dom 2 at WrestleMania 40. Dom goes over and Ray finally retires. So the short answer I guess I'm trying to get at is I got Ray winning this one. It's safe booking wise, which again, Triple H has been doing. Uh, you'll probably hear a lot of that in this pod. He, he's a safe booker. Um, but it also makes sense. And there's more story to be told after if you have Ray win and Dominic lose. You could have you could have Dom win. Um, it's just I think it feels like an edgy move, and there's not much payoff from it if you do that. So Ray Mysterio going over. Next match: Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. Don't have too much to say on this. Alpha Academy need the win more than anyone else. I also think something happens in this match that either causes Street Profits to break up right there. Or it kickstarts the breakup. So, that's that. Okay, predictions for night two. Uh, Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair, the champion, versus Asuka. This is also a tough one to call. Bianca has been having one of the best women's title reigns ever. And the longest one, too. However, Asuka, at pretty much every WrestleMania she's been in, She's taking the loss and laid down for somebody. She's been so selfless. I think it's time for her to get a win for a change. I'm going Asuka. Next match, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Personally, I do not care for this bullshit. I'm hearing Brock likes Omos, and this is, in my opinion, this is just a glorified tryout match for Omos. This is a spotlight match for management to see if he can hang with Brock and know that they can invest in him as the next big dominant force for WWE. I'm going Brock for the win, but 
I think Brock will sell and try to make Omos look strong in defeat. Next match, how in a sell? Edge versus Finn Balor. I wholeheartedly have Finn going over. Finn needs to win. I think they're on the way to pushing him. Edge already got his vengeance on Judgment Day. Plus, this ties into that Dominic fantasy booking I fed y'all a little earlier. Everyone in Judgment Day will get big wins at Mania except for Dominic. And then they all eventually sour on him post-Mania. That's why I think that's going to happen. So Finn is the leader of Judgment Day. He needs his win. Rhea needs her win. And Dominic's going to take it now. Next match, Liv, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rod- Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Ronda and Shayna, who cares? Next. Intercontinental Championship, Gunther the champion versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. And this one, I'm so, so, so excited for this. Gunther is 1,000% retaining, especially now. Today, it actually broke. I'm hearing rumors that Drew didn't re-sign his contract. Don't know what's going on with that. So I definitely don't see Drew getting a win over on this one. And then also, I just think it's too soon for Gunther for Gunther to lose that uh that icy title he's been having such a dominant run I think it will be a very hard fought battle though and it'll be a great match so Gunther going over and finally the big match the undisputed WWE Universal Championship Roman Reigns the champion versus the challenger Cody Rhodes so remember when I told y'all back at the beginning of this pod with the tag match that I'd get more in detail why the Usos should retain. It's because I think Roman will lose against Cody and lose his titles. Personally, if you ask me, I think Roman should retain. Uh, but, but here it comes. WWE is going to go safe and predictable, like I assume. Also, though, there's more story, believe it or not, with Roman losing this one. Actually, so if the Usos win, Right, if they if they retain their tag titles and Roman loses, he will not be able to stand that. Character-wise, that man is not going to be okay with that. Jay mentioned at the beginning of this whole story when him and Roman were feuding once upon a time that Roman always won everything and held it over him and his brother when they were all kids. Roman was always treated like the favorite. So how ironic would it be on the night where Roman isn't on top anymore with the loss of his belts and the Usos still have theirs. He's going to start to go insane. He's going to be jealous. He's going to be toxic to his cousins after this. And it'll eventually show on TV. Roman won't be supportive of his family, even though they've been supportive to him the whole time. The Usos will probably start feeling underappreciated, undervalued, and then they'll start to realize, oh shit, Sami Zayn was right from the start of what he was telling us about Roman. Roman doesn't love you. He just uses you for his own gain. This loss to Cody will put the bloodline breakup wheels in motion. That's why I feel. We could get another Jay Uso and Roman Reigns feud where Jay gets his win back and redemption from Roman. You could have Roman losing everything in the end and then he goes away for a while and that's that. On the other side... Cody will have the belt, and you could have him start feuding with Sami Zayn or give him a championship opportunity. And because of that, now you can expand the story even more on their side with Kevin because 
Sammy will get an opportunity, but Kevin will feel some type of way that Cody does that for Sammy, but not for him. When they all worked together and helped Cody take the bloodline down together. So Kevin will feel used and neglected and he, he takes it out on Sammy after. Which kickstarts an inevitable feud between KO and Sammy for the summer. We all know Sammy and Kev are gonna feud. And this way it's more intriguing and it has more depth and complexity than the cliche, oh let's win tag titles together, can we coexist type tension, and then the breakup type of storyline that we've seen mad times on WWE television. Triple H, he's, he's praised so much because he had deep stories that weren't afraid to be creative when he was running NXT. So I can see him going this type of route now that pretty much all of Vince's old plans are done with and like they've, they've booked everything that they needed to. So these are all my predictions. Let me just... Go over them one more time for the winners. I have Austin Theory going over, Rhea Ripley, The Usos, Becky Lynch, Lita and Trish Stratus, Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, Alpha Academy, Asuka, Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna, Gunther, and Cody Rhodes going over for all the matches on the card. Those are my predictions. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, it's going to be a great night.